Hey guys, Arjun here from the Twin Cast, about to give you another review of the latest movie I've seen. But before we start, make sure to leave a five star review as well as leave a positive comment in the comment section in order to make us the number one podcast in the world. So, the movie I saw this week was the biggest summer blockbuster yet. Top Gun Maverick. So before I start, I just would like to acknowledge Top Gun Maverick is a phenomenon, a giant success that everyone has been talking about for the past two weeks. A, it was one of the biggest openings for the Memorial Day weekend with $150 million made, making it Tom Cruise's biggest opening yet. Second, the reviews were rave. People are loving this movie. It has, I believe, a 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. It has an average score of an 8.3 out of 10, meaning it was very, very highly rated. And many, many people really, really enjoyed this film. And it is understandable why. This movie, I have to say, is great. Before I get a little bit more into it, I would just like to also comment on that it has made $600 million in two weeks probably on its trajectory to make well over $750 million and could hit the billion dollar mark given the historic drop that occurred. So first week was 150 million, second week, $86 million. That is a drop. That is, that is the smallest drop ever for a movie between its first and second week that grossed over hundred million dollars in its first weekend. So I am seeing a lot of positive signs for this film. And to give you a little summary of Top Gun Maverick, it's after more than 30 years of service as one of the Navy's top aviators, Pete Maverick Mitchell is where he belongs, pushing the envelope as a test pilot while dodging the advancement in rank that could ground him permanently. When he finds himself training a detachment of Top Gun grads for a specialized mission with the likes of pilots like Rooster, and the cocky hangman, Maverick encounters the son of his late best friend and faces the uncertain future and confronting the ghosts of his past. Maverick is drawn into confrontation with his own deepest fears, culminating in a mission that demands the ultimate sacrifice. So I have to say, I thoroughly enjoyed Maverick. And I think the biggest reason why I love Maverick so much was it harkens back to the old style of 80s blockbuster movie making it cuts out any kind of filler any content that would be deemed pretty boring or mundane and it just propels you into this world and keeps me you immersed it has some of the best cinematography we have seen from a blockbuster it is shot so well wide angles to shoot all the action the lighting is beautiful it does not look like a gray monochrome marvel movie it looks like a real art house beautiful each shot looks like a hundred million bucks. It's just a great looking movie. And because of that, I think it's really immersive. Like not a lot of blockbusters are these days. We get a lot of sequels and reboots. We've seen Jurassic World, a disaster. We've seen the slew of Marvel movies that have been coming out. Eternals, Shang-Chi. Like Shang-Chi wasn't too bad from what I hear, but Eternals, a disaster. I mean, even the new Doctor Strange got very, very mixed reviews. And I can see why the Marvel movies and the kind of template for blockbusters filmmaking is kind of these nostalgia baits that have a few nostalgic characters, but don't have a lot of substance. But this is a very different movie. It is a movie 
that kind of is an homage to the old one while improving on a lot of the aspects that were very kind of not sketchy, but kind of low, not as high quality as they could have been. Let's put it that way. For example, the way these action sequences are shot, I loved the use of practical effects. It is so immersive. The open, beautiful wide shots, watching the pilot, seeing them fly through these real locations was so immersive compared to the obvious blue and green screens that were used in the previous film. And that is the biggest positive. The flight scenes are exhilarating. This is probably the best aerial action I have seen in my life. I think it is better than Star Wars. I think it is better than Star Trek. It is better than all those movies because it uses practical real stunts. They spent two years trying to figure out how to shoot these scenes. So what they did was they attached a camera to the bottom, to the top of the plane and ripped out the backseat of some of the planes and put a put a camera back there so we could get a 3D view of what it's like to actually fly. And then another three months of training these people in the water and in simulators in order so they could be able to fly these insane missions going through these bridges. I mean, going through bridges, over hills, fighting up, having dogfights in the air. So the thing with the dogfights is they had to CG the bombs and stuff, but they were actually flying together in the right pattern formations, making it very, very at accurate. And because of that, I have to say that was awesome. The cinematography and the attention to detail Tom Cruise puts in every performance in this movie is awesome. I really, really enjoyed the way this film was shot and the amount of attention, the detail they had to the action sequences. And that is the most amazing part of this movie. It is, it propels it from being a good, solid kind of family drama, like kind of sappy melodrama to being an awesome movie because it takes the practical stunt work, real cinematography, and just immerses the audience into those scenes. And I have to say, I thought Tom Cruise did, gave a great performance. I was very surprised. Tom Cruise is an actor, I would say, it's, he's, he's a very talented performer, but I wouldn't call him a kind of masterful Shakespearean actor. But this was, I thought, a very good performance. He showed a lot of emotional range, especially in the scene with Val Kilmer, who, you know, has kind of uh, terminal cancer right now. But he, I thought, their scene together was very touching, was very emotional. And Tom Cruise did a lot of great emotional notes in this movie, especially with um, even Miles Teller as Rooster. Their budding father-son relationship from all the tension they had together, from all the problems of Maverick pulling his papers to go to Top Gun. I thought they had a great way. And that was a really nice kind of development in the movie. And what I thought was really nice about Top Gun Maverick, it was, it was a great reflection kind of on the previous film. It, it took everything in that movie and kind of reflected on it, but didn't make it this dour, sad movie. It still had the energy of that movie while being a little bit more mature and having a lot more restraint. I thought that was a great part. And especially Tom Cruise's performance. And that movie's a little bit over the top with the singing and the kind of bravado macho-ness. And he still has got that swagger, but he's definitely more restrained in this film, I thought, than some of his other performances, which I really thought that was just kind of a great aspect of the movie was his restraint in his performance. Like I was saying, Miles Teller, another great performance with him. I thought he's great as the sun. I saw him. I thought he was amazing in whiplash. And this was, I think another great performance of his showed a lot of emotional range showed a lot of character growth. And I have to say 
I heard that the amount of work he put in actually to fly was quite impressive. I read a few things about that and he took it very, very seriously. He really wanted to make sure that his role was refined and he did a great job. I think with the flight scenes and his acting, Jennifer Connelly was a very good love interest. I thought she was an interesting character. She's a very talented actress. And she was definitely better than Kelly McGillis. I thought Kelly McGillis kind of was had a flat character, but I really thought Jennifer Connelly was very natural, very good, very good in this role as kind of the love interest to Tom Cruise. Uh, I thought Ed Harris and John Hamm gave you know very solid performances. I have to say Val Kilmer, who said two lines, had one of the best scenes with Tom Cruise, with the kind of emotional talk between Iceman and Maverick and kind of seeing them back together was just a great, great scene. I was very, very happy with that. And I just think overall, I was actually kind of surprised that the, the plot was not what I expected. It was a lot more simplistic, but it was very well executed. I think that was very nice. They didn't go very convoluted. They had a simple story. And, all, and the story I thought was very conducive to seeing the character growth and seeing how they change and develop as characters. I thought that was a very nice touch. I thought that the story, unlike the first one, was conducive to kind of getting very good personal insight onto all the characters. And because of that, I just really, really enjoyed that aspect of this movie. And if I were to have, you know, maybe any negatives, um, it is definitely melodramatic. It has that kind of 80s cheese to it. It, it kind of has those cheesy lines, those one-liners, that bravado, it has that bravado, and, and I guess I, I'm not a big fan of that Lady Gaga song at the end, but I didn't mind it either. I thought it was kind of, I thought it fit the movie, but as a song itself, it was kind of a little bit strange. But I have to say, I really did enjoy Maverick. And um, oh, one last note before I go is, I think that my interpretation of kind of Maverick and what kind of deepened my love for this movie as well was, I think it's kind of implied to be a, reflection on Tom Cruise's career as an actor and as a performer. He is seen as kind of the last great movie star because he loves having real cinematography, great directors doing real action and real stunts and kind of Maverick being the last remnants of having this kind of love for flying instead of these drone strikes was definitely, I thought a very insightful comment on Tom Cruise's career as kind of the last remnants of the action of kind of the action genre and being the last great Hollywood star, the kind of starling who does it all. And what I thought was really cool was kind of the ending of that movie doesn't indicate the death of Maverick style, but rather kind of the meeting of old and new Hollywood with Miles Teller being a new kind of actor who might not be as big of an action star, but more interested in drama and performances. Then the kind of, kind of mixing of those two styles was kind of a nice ending to the movie. Seeing how old and new Hollywood can function together was, I thought, a really nice way to end the movie. And I also thought that just like kind of the whole thing with Maverick and Rooster's son was just, I thought it was great. And their kind of relationship of, of Rooster representing old Hollywood and Maverick representing new Hollywood and them coming together I just thought it was just very, very excellent in my opinion. So I just want to say thank you so much for listening to this review. Make sure to like, subscribe, and comment. Also, 
be sure to tell me what you guys thought of Top Gun Maverick. Did you love it? Did you hate it? Were you lukewarm on it? Please tell me all your different thoughts. And before I go, make sure to reel it in. Peace. Yeah.